be a billionaire so freaking bad by all of the things I never had. Welcome to the Celebrity Network Podcast. I believe this is our 10th episode of the podcast, and uh, we've got a good one tonight. We're bringing back Dave Suddendorf, one of our original co-hosts and guests, to talk about a couple of interesting things. Dave, are you there? Yeah, hey Brian, how's it going? How's it going? Yeah, good to be back. Uh, I'm excited uh, to talk about uh, Lending Club. Club IPO, yeah. Yeah, so on to the main topic of today, um, Lending Club. So, Dave, first of all, Lending Club, for people who don't know, Dave will explain what it is, but you should know about it because it's IPOing, is it tomorrow? Yeah, they're, they're going to be listed on the New York Stock Exchange tomorrow. And I was just reading about it before we got on the phone tonight that it's expected to be the biggest IPO of the biggest, I think, California company IPO, which is pretty much the biggest IPO of the year. Let me see this headline. Lending Club poised to be California's largest IPO of 2014. So, Dave, you've got an interesting perspective on this because you've been a user of Lending Club for a long time. So can you first just tell us what Lending Club is? Because I don't even really know. Yeah, so Lending Club is a peer-to-peer lender. So they basically have the platform by which um, me as, you know, as an individual, I can lend money to um, other individuals, uh, and I can take a, a portion of the loan. So say, Brian, you want to refinance your credit card. So you want $10,000 um, to pay down your credit card debt. Usually it's tough for you to go to another bank and, and be able to get a loan um, to do that. Um, so basically what you want to do is pay down your higher interest rate debt with lower interest rate debt. And this is kind of what Lending Club enables people to do. It also enables um, small-time investors and also now larger institutions like a pension fund can lend a bunch of money to through hundreds of loans to these small individuals, uh, these small loans of $10,000, $20,000. But what's cool about it is that you get the money to pay down the credit card debt. And I make a decent return on the money that I've lent to you. So for example, use real, real, yeah, sorry, you're about to do it, but like, yeah, what are real numbers? Like, let's say I have $10,000 worth of credit card debt and I go on to Lending Club and I say, what? So you, you put in all your information. You tell them what you do for work, how much money you make per uh, per month, you know, how much money you make uh, per month, and what your debt looks like, all the information that you'd probably give to another bank. Um, they run a credit profile for you, uh, and then they show that to um, people who are interested in investing in a loan to you. So for a $10,000 loan, I can decide to lend you $25, as little as $25 up to um, you know, $1,000, $5,000, whatever it is. Um, and I'm sharing that loan with other people that want to lend, lend you money. And you will pay an interest rate based on your credit profile. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will get that um, on a monthly basis on a monthly basis. So you make one payment to lending club and they will spread that payment out to the people who have loaned you money. And theoretically the person like me, if I have credit card debt and I go on there, 
the, the 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 percentage and in interest that I'm paying is much lower on Lending Club. That's why I want to do it. Yeah, that's the idea. So, say your credit card debt is 19% per year. Um, hopefully, on here you're you're paying um, you know 13 to 15%. Say. Okay. So you're saving you know 4% per year. Yeah. On uh, this loan overpaying paying the uh, the credit card directly. And the person who's lending the money, if you're taking on, let's say you take on the full 10000 you're getting a 4% return, which is way, way, way better than a checking account or savings account. That's sort of the other side of, of the coin? No. So I'm, I'm making close to like, say, 13 14%. Oh, 13%. That's right. Of course. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's a lot. It's, it's more consistent, obviously, than investing in the stock market. Um, you're not going to have, you know, a 30% return or a 50% return like you might get in some stocks or, you know, S&P 500 over maybe the same type, you know, same year, but it's, it's relatively, um, less risky. Okay. And have you actually done a lending club loan one way or the other? Yeah. So I have lent money, um, across, uh, about 12 or 13 loans right now. Everybody, so I've had two people pay me back in the last year. Um, none have gone into default, so I haven't lost any money on it. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of add to it uh, each month as you want, you know, 50 bucks here, 100 bucks there or more. And you can have this portfolio of 12 different loans. And uh, it's kind of fun to see the interest that you get paid you know, kind of on a monthly basis. It may not be a lot, but at least you're you're making some type of return on that money instead of having it sit in a bank account. And like and like is it safe? I mean the big downside is if you've loaned a thousand dollars to somebody to help pay down their credit card or to, to for their credit card debt, they could just disappear, right? Yeah, they could. That I mean that is a risk. I think there are certain times when lending club goes through and and um, like I'll, I'll pick a loan that I think would be good based on you know the amount of money that the borrower makes and how much other debt this person has. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it doesn't check out. Like maybe they've they've lied about what they do for work or or some other part of their profile, and Lending Club will will shut it down. So I won't be able to invest in that loan. Obviously, there is the risk that the person is unable to pay back the loan, and that would you know I guess the the idea there is that it's like any other loan or, you know, credit card or, you know, mortgage, if they're unable to do that, it, it hurts their credit. So they're, they're hopefully less likely to, um, to do that, but it's not, you know, it's not like a mortgage in the sense that, you know, you have the house there if the person is unable to pay back the loan. What is lending clubs end in all of this? How do they make money? So they take a they take a fee off of uh, each of the loans. I don't think they've been making a ton of money so far. I know they you know, since 2010 their revenue is 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 multiplied by I think a factor of 30. So they're obviously making some money. I think uh, this is kind of the question with the up- upcoming IPO is how much they can grow. Mm-hmm. And um, I think one of the ways they they want to do that is to open this platform up and make it more common for these large institutions like these um, 
like pension funds to invest into these loans and spread out their money and earn their return. And I think they'll, you know, if they can prove that they can do that on a consistent basis, I think they'll, they'll be able to uh, um, continue to grow their revenue. Interesting. So I pulled up a, an article about them and here's some just like really basic stats about lending club. The average interest rate for a lending club loan is 14%. Rates can go up to as much as to more than 22%. The interest rate on personal loans from a commercial bank right now is typically less than 11%. The average annual default rate for lending club borrowers is 5% and one third. Um, and as a, hold on, and as of the third quarter this year, 13% of loan payments are overdue. So that's, those are low risk, but I get it. That's kind of cool. So, um, okay. So now they're going, they're going to go public and because you are, I think, I think because you were a longtime user, you got asked to buy at the IPO. Is that right, Dave? What happened there? Yeah. So I was, it's kind of cool. It's never happened to me before I was approached. Um, I got an email from, from lending club telling me that they had, because I had, you know, invested in these, you know, 10 or 12 loans over the last year and a half or so, they were going to give me an option to basically buy shares at the IPO price, which is, mm-hmm. you know, retail investors often think that, you know, on the first day when the, the stock goes live on one of the exchanges that they can buy at the IPO price. And usually that's not the case. Usually by the time the retail investor can actually purchase the stock, it's it's usually somewhere way beyond or way above what that IPO price is. So for, for example, the the IPO tomorrow is going to price at $15 where the, the public actually gets to, to buy the stock is it's, I, I'm not sure what's going to happen, but it's probably going to be somewhere above that. So they're getting, right. it's like when you hear Facebook is going to go public at, or that was a bad example, but like company X is going to go public at 15 and then you hear about it when it actually gets turned on tomorrow at the NASDAQ or the New York Stock Exchange, like for the first trade, it trades at like 25. So there's no, no regular person outside of the, the trend, like the insider trend, like the actual company and their friends and family and the bankers could ever actually buy it for the 15 that was promoted. That's what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. So they're, they're giving like investors, uh, their officers, their employees an option to buy more shares at, at the uh, the price where it's going to go live, so fifteen. Um, okay. So uh, they're not giving out a lot of these. I think it's about ten uh, percent of the, the the total shares that are going to come to market tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's kind of a cool way to you know continue to have you know continue to keep my loyalty with with uh, with Lending Club, and you know maybe I make some money, maybe I don't, but. Um, it's cool just to kind of see the process as well. So how many shares are you able to buy? So they're giving me the option to buy up to 350 shares. So if I buy all of them, at 15, um, you about right? $5,200. And are you going to do that? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I'm going to try to buy as many as I can. I'm not sure if they're going to allow me to, to do all that because I think overnight tonight they're going to figure out, you know, how many people are actually um, – you know, interested in doing it. And 
Um, but I think there's, there is going to be a lot of demand for it. Um, the people that I've talked to, kind of the people that I work with, uh, just reading other stuff, I think there should be some, some pretty good demand, um, for the stock. It's, it's kind of the first company that is tackling this issue of allowing people to lend to other people and feel safe doing it because of the, the platform that they've created. That's pretty interesting. I never, and so if you don't mind me asking, like how much money do you have, being lent out right now? Um, so I have, I have about $1,000. So every month, if you're making, if this article is right, if you're getting, or I guess, is it, is it if, if they're saying that the average return is 14% and you have $1,000, are you, does that mean you're making $14 a month or $14 a year? Um, so I'd be making, if I had, if I had $100 out, I'd be making 14% per year in interest if it's not, you know, compounded on a monthly basis. So I'd be making something slightly higher than that. Okay. But, um, yeah, so I guess it'd be about, uh, about 140, oh, 140 per year. Yeah. Oh, per year. Per year. Yeah. Interesting. That's a really We're interesting basically concept. doing nothing. Like I, I go online. It's, it's kind of interesting. You guys should go on and, and check it out, but you basically, they show you all of the loans that are, um, are out there, and you can you can read about what the person wants to do with the money, um, what the person does for a living, and then decide if it's something. And then it'll show like an interest rate that is uh, for that loan, and you can decide. Okay, I want to be more risky and try to lend um, to a, a loan that's you know somebody's paying eighteen percent, or do I want to be less risky and and pick a loan that's, you know, at 11%. And I, I'm living with that because that's better than I can do, you know, with a, a savings account or mm-hmm. um, maybe in the market. And I'm assuming the the higher the rate would mean like somebody doesn't necessarily have good credit. Is that right? Yeah, the higher the rate, the more risky the, the person is or the loan. Right, yeah. right. So could do you think there are people out there who have like 100000 or a million dollars invested in Lending Club at any given time? So they're making like a ton of money every month. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't know um, necessarily what the, what the numbers are for some of those individuals or some of these pension funds, but I think what they really like about it, if you're going to invest a lot of money in this, they like that you can spread it around through all these different loans and feel like it's a diversified investment. Instead right, of just if putting one default, one, one thing. Yeah. If yeah. one defaults, you've had, you know, $25 or a hundred dollars that could, you know, you might not get back, but the likelihood that, you know, 10% of them are going to default or 50% of them. It's a lot less likely. That's the idea in theory though. Very interesting stuff. I think that's a pretty cool concept. Um, so tonight you have to tell them at some point, or you just have to say like, yes, I'm interested. And then they'll tell you, you'll, you get X number of shares. Let's say you get, a hundred, you'll buy them all, and if they're fifteen hundred, you buy them. That'll be like fifteen hundred bucks, right? Yeah, right. And then, yep. are you locked in for a certain period of time? Yeah. So that was one of the things that uh, a couple people that I talked to about this told me to look out for is that there is a lockup period, meaning that I'm not allowed to sell the shares tomorrow. So if the stock goes way up tomorrow, I, I'm locked in, um, and I'm locked in for six months. Okay. Um, 
and and that happens, you know, with a lot of IPOs. It happened with you know a bunch of the the, the Facebook employees that held stock. They weren't allowed to sell for mm-hmm. um, you know three months or six months. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, that makes it a little bit more risky because I don't know where this thing is going to be in six months. But you know, if you believe in the company um, and you're okay having that money out there for six months, then you know that's you know, it can be a good investment. It's really cool. Like, do you th- would you have any idea what their market cap's potentially going to be when it goes public? I think they're talking about a five billion dollar valuation. Off that's of a huge company. That. Oh my god, that's yeah. huge. Yeah. So I think they they raised a bunch of money back in the spring, and that put them at about three point one, three point five billion, and they've continued to grow since. Um, so. Um, yeah, it should be interesting to follow them. I think, you know, everybody should take a look at it. It's kind of an interesting way to, another way to invest your money and, uh, you know, as they say, earn some solid returns. Some solid returns. Yeah, I mean, it's passive income, which I always like. It's, uh, if you if you had a, if you had a thousand dollars and you put it in the, in an actual, in like a savings account, you might get, like, I have no idea what a savings account even pays anymore. Is it like, it's less, is it 1% even? I don't know if you'll even get 1% right now. Um, right. And a CD, if you lock it up for a year, it might be, I don't even know what that would be, like 4 or 5% maybe? I have no idea, to be honest. Is I don't know. I think it's, it's definitely lower than that. Yeah. So so if you're able to pull this off, I mean, that would be a really much better use of your money. But obviously, there's some more risk involved than a savings account and a CD at a well-known trusted bank, but, um, I like the idea of putting that in your sort of repertoire of investments. Like if you have, you know, it's anyone can get into it and it's like one, eventually it should be one of a couple things that you've got going on. Like you've got your day job, you've got lending club and you've got, um, a CD and maybe some stock market investments and, the combination, all the combination of all those, will average out to be a fairly well diversified, hopefully, portfolio. And then you make a little bit of money, and a little more money, and a little more money on the side. And at some point, the goal that I've always told people when they've asked me like what what was like a big moment with Celebrity Net Worth, and I and I and I, I got to say the best moment ever with Celebrity Net Worth was when the site earned enough money for me to pay my rent and then plus $1,000 without, so I was working full time. So if you could ever get to a point where you have something that on the side, because at the time it was a side job, I mean, think about how powerful it was to be able to be like, oh my God, the site made more money than my rent plus $1,000. So it was roughly at the time, like $2,500 is the total amount that I needed to get to that point. And at that point, I was like, oh, if I got fired, I could literally live and be okay. And it was like such a powerful feeling, like way more exciting than making way more than that was making like literally $2,500. And anyone can do that because if you, like you said, if you got a little bit of money and you did a lending club, some other stuff, all of a sudden you put together this these different streams of income they might add up to that very simple achievable goal of your rent plus a thousand i'm telling you everybody right now out there if you want to love your life uh, exponentially better 
find a way to make your rent plus a thousand passively on the side. That's my rant. Yeah, I think that's that's great advice. I mean, we've been talking about that since we lived in LA, Brian. When we, yeah. you know, figured out that you know if you can own this apartment building and each person, each tenant is paying you X per month, you're, you know, making, you know, five five thousand bucks a month, say, and you get that check every month, and yep. uh, that's a pretty cool position to be in. I think you know that's kind of what I'm hopefully working towards, and I think a lot of people would would love to have so. That's, uh, well, what I think I like about Lending Club is that it's accessible. Like yeah. you could do it with a hundred bucks, and then maybe all of a sudden your little slush fund grows to a thousand bucks, and then you take your Christmas bonus or whatever you have, and you make it two thousand bucks. And and you know you 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 could probably fairly easily, if you know that on average you're getting ten uh, percent from Lending Club, and you want to make a thousand dollars a month. You have to reverse engineer how much money you would need into that. It would be a lot to get that back, but that's yeah, that would be a lot. But you know, if that's just one thing that you're working on, and you maybe own some stocks that pay a dividend, and um, then you're on your way. It starts very slowly, but you're on your way. I, I think the frustrating thing for a lot of people out there right now who um, haven't been lucky enough to find that one amazing idea that made lock, make a lot of money like Celebrity Net Worth did um, for me for, a while ago. Um, the amount of money I mean to like get to that point very quickly where you have your rent plus a thousand is what I'm trying to say, is that it's hard to start that from scratch because buying an apartment building is like a million dollars or more. I mean, or wherever you yeah. live, it could be whatever. But uh, people don't have that when they're starting out or even when they're not starting out. So um, I like ideas like Lending Club a lot. Yeah, and like you said, um, I think one of the coolest parts about this is you can start with, with 25 bucks. And it, you, know, you, you pick one loan, you put it out. Next month, pull over another 25 bucks from your bank account, put it into another loan, and then you have 50. And you do that. You know, for for ten months, you got two hundred fifty bucks in there, um, and it, it, it's not like you uh, you have to come out of pocket for like five hundred or save up for a thousand before you do it. It it makes it really easy to do it on a monthly basis, and you just um, you just kind of spend a couple couple minutes per month doing it, and then you 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 have your portfolio. So that's what yeah. I did, and it's still fun, even though it's not a ton of money. You uh, it's fun to check it every month and, and see what it's doing. I like it. That's really cool. Well, thanks for explaining it to us. Uh, good luck with the IPO. Um, I mean, wherever you get it, or however many shares you get, um, you're kind of stuck for six months. So, I mean, it's not like tomorrow or whenever it goes public. It doesn't actually matter to you because you do it. You're locked in for six months. But I do hope it does very well, and, I, and I'll check in with that um, another time. So thanks, thanks for telling us about it, Dave. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Of course. Um, All right. Well, that was it. That was all I wanted to talk about tonight. Um, I'm hoping everybody has a good rest of their week or weekend or Monday, whenever you listen to this. Uh, Thanks to Jameson Bennett for producing this. uh, And we will see you next week.